Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode 113 of the Poke Tower Podcast. I'm your host, Gengar Greasy. If you're new here, we are a collectibles and trading cards podcast. We talk about everything Pokemon. Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball, and Digimon, and more. Um, so if you're interested in that, check it out. Like the video. Please subscribe. If you're on Apple, give us a review. If you're on Spotify, give us a five-star review. I appreciate it. Um, today's going to be a short podcast. Not, not as long as we usually do things. Uh, but that's because it is 4 p.m. Tuesday afternoon when I'm recording this. At 7.30 p.m., I will be live on YouTube doing day three of our 12 days of opening. That is our Christmas party that we're having for the Discord. Uh, so that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And that's what we got going on tonight. Decided we weren't going to skip on the podcast just because of that. So we need to juggle both. So now I'm doing both. A um, lot of... It's, it's going to be a short episode, but it's going to be a potent episode. Um, you guys let me know what you think on everything we cover. And also, if you like it to be a little bit shorter, let me know. I'm also not recording this live. If that makes you upset and you're like, man, I like watching the live shows, let me know. Okay, here we go. Let's get into the business. If I'm missing anything, I'm sorry. It's been a long day. Here we go. Let's do this. Digimon. Digidestin. This is our segment about everything Digimon. Um, can be modern, can be vintage. Today, we're going to be talking about vintage, and you saw the title, right? Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, there's a thumbnail. This guy, some guy, sold his Digimon cards for $360,000. We're going to be digging into that today. I'm here to give you the facts. I'm here to give you what I know. Um, yeah, we're going to get into it. If you're looking at, if you're watching on Spotify or YouTube right now, you obviously see the PSA 9 Lusamon. That's mine. That's not the one that sold for 360000 okay? I post this with good reason. So let's get into it here. Um, this guy's name is Steven, and he posted this on Facebook. So Steven Duda, Steven Dudda. I don't know how to say his name. D-U-D-A, Steven Dudda. Uh, he posted in the Facebook group called Digimon Digital Digibattle Card Game Community. Selling my entire collect of Digimon cards. It's, he said collect, not collection. Collect of Digimon cards, asking $4,000 USD total. These are the cards I have. He's got the complete starter deck uh, series. He's got booster series 1 to 324, which is basically uh, series 1 to 5, or series 1 to 6. He's saying series one through five is complete. Um, however, he's missing six gold text hollows from series six. Um, remember this. That's important. Uh, but this guy, you know, he his name's Steven, and that's where this claim comes. Don't worry about the sale so much, like him trying to sell the cards. That's not what I'm really talking about today. We're going to be talking about the $360,000 that he supposedly got in a sale for, you guessed it, the six gold stamps from Digibattle Series 6. So that would be Gold Vigimon, Ophanimon, Justimon, 
uh, Apicarimon, Creepy Mode, Gallantmon, and Lucidmon. Those would be your six gold stamps that come in that set. And he said that he sold them for $360,000. I'm not buying it, but let's read his message. Now, this information was given to me from an anonymous. I'm not going to say where it came from because uh, they asked me not to. We're not going to, you know, we're not getting into who shared whose messages. We're just going to talk about what Steven said. Okay, here we go. So this is the uh, this is the part where they were talking about the four thousand dollar set, right? So they were negotiating. I guess at at some point in time, this guy Steven wanted ten thousand dollars for the set, the series one through five complete, missing the six cards. You know what I mean? He wanted ten k for that, uh, and then I guess at some point he finds out he doesn't have a complete set because he doesn't realize that there's foils for every single card. Uh, from series one through six, it, but minus the options, right? So all the Digimon have reverse or hollows. So he finds out that information. He's like, okay, I'm going to go from 10,000 to 4,000. This is what he says. I'm 80% wanting to keep that, keep that cards as I've had them for so long. That why if I got 10,000, I would be like, okay, with letting them all go for the fact I would be debt free. Remember this, I would be debt free and I know my cards went to a good home. Piecing them out and slowing seeing the collection become uncompleted would be more heartbreaking. It was hard for me to sell the six hollow name cards. He calls them hollow name cards. They're not, they're not gold stamps. Six hollow name cards from Series 6 to the private collector from Dubai. But what he offered me was more than I could believe. $60,000 each, so $360,000 in total. Nobody's heard about this. If this sale actually happened, where is the news on this? Because I'm telling you, people would know this would be publicized. And I think a lot of us would know the prices on Series 6 gold stamps. I paid off my car, my home, and my student loans with that. Please let me know when the money is sent and the address to send the cards. Okay, so he's talking to someone about the series one through five cards. He tells them that a random a private collector in Dubai gave him three hundred sixty thousand dollars, almost you know, close to half a million dollars uh, for the six gold stamps in DigiBattle. Um, he pays off his car, his house, and his student loans. However, he needs ten thousand dollars to pay off his debt. So which one is it? Did you pay off all your debt with three? I mean, if you didn't pay off your debt with $360,000, we have, we have some issues where there's something's going on. Uh, that's a whole other thing, but l let's talk about, you know, let's talk about this. You had 60, $60,000 a card on the gold stamps. I'm not buying it. I, I don't think this is real. I think this is fake. And, um, we know this because I've been tracking the digi battle series six prices. The, the most expensive one is Lusamon. He sells at about $1,100 on average. And that's after about a half a dozen, almost a dozen sales. So, you know, there's pretty solid information that he sells for about $1,100 very consistently and almost disregarding the condition as well. It's just kind of what he goes for. Um, so this guy, he's been living under a rock because these sales, all this information is readily available. 
I don't believe that someone in Dubai contacted him. If it's true, let's see. Let's see the PayPal receipts. Let's see the wire, uh, the wire, you know, the bank wires. Let's see all that information. Let's find out who this private collector in Dubai is, because I'm pretty sure they would have an Instagram. Um, if you have that kind of money to to spend on cards, none of this stuff makes any sense. But what I'm getting to is, you know, I'm very, very disappointed. Um, you know, because I, I've tried, I've I've tried a very, I've tried for a while now. You know, almost two years. Uh, actually probably going over just two years now, um, to put Digimon, specifically Digibattle, in a good light. I've tried to be a pioneer of Digibattle, the vintage cards, because we have it for Pokemon, we have it for Yu-Gi-Oh!, you even have it for Score, Dragon Ball, you have it for all these different TCGs. Digimon kind of got forgotten about, uh, and it was what I loved as a kid. Now, I didn't have these cards, I had starter deck cards, but I was I loved them. They were way cooler to me than uh, Pokemon. So you know I'm disappointed because this is why no one wants to play the Digi Battle collecting vintage collecting game. This is exactly why you have guys like Steven that are putting some arbitrary number on their collection. They don't even know why. They have no idea why they think that price is right. And then you're making up stories and you're lying about a $360,000 sale. I'm telling you, this would have made news. $60,000 each, you're talking, <laughs> you know, that is, that is rivaling the price of like PSA 8, PSA 9, PSA 10, first edition Shadowless Charizards. That's what we're talking about. Digimon is nowhere near. I mean, don't get me wrong, those Series 6 gold stamps, are amongst some of my favorite cards, but they do not rate that price. Not right now. There's there's no spotlight. There's no information. There's nothing that indicates that that they should have that price. And look at this. I mean, they're not even graded. These are just raw cards. And this is this is terrible. Um, you know this this guy has no merit to his claims. Um. And I don't think anyone's going to buy that. I don't think anyone's going to buy that for $4,000. Um, I think he's a little bit out of his mind on that one. Um, but to make up a story like that, <laughs> that he made $360K, uh, I'm, I'm frustrated. And I'm disappointed. And I'm, I'm at a point right now. This is where I'm at. Uh, I'm at a point right now where I don't... Uh, if I find out, you know... If I find out that that there are some collectors that I know that are working with people like this, that's it. We ain't cool no more. Um, I'm drawing the line because for some reason this this shady stuff keeps happening, um, and it seems like the same circle of people are always involved, always involved. And you know, I've I've done my best to separate myself from that crowd. But this just keeps happening. It just keeps happening and it won't go away. And I think I think this is why people stay away from Digimon. You know, and, and I can put out all the good good information I, I, I can, but it seems to me that the wrong people have these cards. That's what it is. Shady. 
untrustworthy, you know, deceptive and disrespectful people have these cards. That's just what it comes down to. And whether there's, you know, two or three good Digimon collectors that, that put this, this collecting hobby, like in a good light, there are more of these guys out there. And, um, I'm done with this. I'm, I'm so tired of this. Um, you know, I'm sure there's more that I could say on this, but it's just, it's ridiculous. Why, why would you lie? Why would you lie and say you made $360,000 on these cards and a private collector in Dubai, like you need to show proof of this stuff. You cannot make these claims and try to get higher premiums off people. And that's, that's what you'll see with, with Digimon cards. People will make up fake claims, fake numbers. And then they, that, you know, because there's no information out there, right. They, there's no information available. They will literally be like, yeah, I mean, it happened. I can't show you because it doesn't happen often, but it happened. And it's like, these are all lies. They're all myths. It's all hearsay. And, uh, it sucks, you know, and I don't want to associate myself with these people. So I can tell you from this point forward, I'm, I'm probably going to step back a little bit. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but with Digimon, especially, you know, I, I got what I needed. I have the cards that I like. I have the collection that I like and that I don't have to really press any, any further, right? Like there's not too, there's not many cards that I need, absolutely need. I have most of the ones I want. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to wait, you know, until the dust settles because this just keeps happening over and over and over. And like, until this stops, you know, this, until this crap stops, we're not going to get anywhere. We're not going to get anywhere. You're scaring too many people, you know, and, and, the only way the value of these cards go up is the demand, right? The demand has to be more than the supply. Right now, there is very low supply of Digimon cards. We know this. There's, there's no supply. However, there is hardly any demand at this time because people are getting chased out. So when there's no demand and no supply, you basically just have people naming absurd prices and no one's buying. And it's just a waiting game at this point. So it's literally a standoff. Someone's going to break first. Someone will find better deals. And, and the other thing, too, is these cards keep popping up. The more popular they get, you just keep seeing more and more stuff pop up. Um, you know, and, and I think that's what you do. You just wait. You wait. You wait and wait and wait. And don't, don't give in to these guys. You know, I have a list. I have a list of sellers that I will not buy from, I will not do business with. I won't even answer their messages on Instagram and they write me. I don't care. I don't care. Um, I'm not going to deal with people like this, you know, and it, and it goes as far as if you're associated with this, these people, if you're doing deals with these people or you know, you, you know what's going on and you're not doing anything about it, cutting you off. Like this is just crap. You know what I mean? Um, Man, that's upsetting. It's very upsetting because this this is such a good TCG that has everything we look for. You have the rarities. You have awesome characters. You have a franchise that is completely untapped. And you just got vultures that <laughs> are doing this. I'm I'm upset about it. I, there's nothing there's nothing for me to do. It's just gosh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um Man, but there you guys go. That's the Digimon news this week. Uh, if you have any input on this, please drop a comment. Send me a message what you think. Uh, we can also talk about it in our Discord. 
If you haven't joined our Discord, by the way, you can uh, always click the links in any of our videos and you should be able to join. If not, send me an email at thepokytowerpodcast at gmail.com. I'll get you in. All right, moving on to Pokemon this week. Here we go. Who's that Pokemon? All right. So we talked about this at the roundtable last week and the week before. You know, we're really excited about Scarlet and Violet uh, because we're all playing the game right now. We're all playing the game on Switch. There's probably 12 to 15 of us that are playing right now. And we're actually getting ready to play a tournament later on this week that we'll touch on. Um, but we got Scarlet and Violet trading cards now. We talked about this last week. We talked about my ideas, like if I had a say in what Pokemon did, uh, what we would do and things. And then uh, I found this on pokebeach.com. All right. Scarlet and Violet, English, 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 English set revealed for March. Silver borders, three hollows a pack and price increases. We touched on all this, but this goes in a little bit further. This dropped on the ninth, four days ago. Our first Scarlet and Violet set will release in English on March 31st, 2023. So, I mean, we're like four months out. Uh, usually the set would have released a month earlier in February, but they're probably trying to make space for Crown Zenith. English set, our English set, will feature 198 cards before Secret Rares. This means it will be a combination of Scarlet EX and Violet EX's 156 cards plus its three starter EX decks. Okay. I like the logo. I like I like the artwork that they did here. This is this is good. This looks pretty cool. Nice and colorful. Different, right? Scarlet Violet. I think this looks really cool compared to Sword and Shield. Uh, here's a look at the EXs. You got Coridon. Check them out. That looks really nice, by the way. Um, and we we talked about this. You know, this is a sample. You you can't see everything in the sample, but it just looks nice. Uh, here's Miradon. Very good. Here's a look at the starters. You got Sprigatito, and you see they have the silver borders now. So just like Japanese cards, we don't have that yellow anymore. We're going to have silver. I think that's pretty cool. Now, the thing I'm thinking about is, will this change our grades? Because Japanese cards typically grade better than English just because the Japanese cards, they print them better. And one thing I always notice is like, these borders are a little more forgiving than the yellow. I'd like to see if that is true. Um, it'll be an interesting thing to pay attention uh, to. You got Foy Coco and Quaxley. You guys are watching on video. Now, something that people were complaining about were these energies. They're like, what the heck is this? Because you got basic energy, energy, basic grass, energy, grass. Like, there's so much basic, there's so much energy on this card, it's like, just put energy. We know it's uh, grass energy because it's right here in front of our face. You don't need all this stuff. It's very redundant, I think, is what people were getting at. Um, but here you go. Those are different energies there. Uh, they're also talking about they got rid of the set symbols. So, you know, uh, Silver Tempest, Sword and Shield, you know, all, all that stuff. Vivid Voltage, you have a, a symbol that is associated with the set. That everyone kind of you know remembers well they're getting rid of that they're actually going to get an identifier here at the bottom of the card which is like a code so this one's going to be svi scarlet violet english okay and then you got the number of the card and then these symbols right here would indicate the rarity much like the japanese counterparts here so if you look at the japanese here 
Uh, let's see if it pulls up. There you go. Japanese down here at the bottom. You got Scarlet Violet 1S. Okay. And then you go English. Scarlet Violet English. And you got the two stars. So the only real difference is they do like a, a symbol for rarity here um, on this part of the card. But other than that, very similar to the Japanese cards. Pretty cool uh, concept artwork. I'm still not a fan of Terraforms. I think it's... Okay. In terms of playing, I think Terraforms is fun. It's cool. You you can totally ruin someone's day, uh, especially if you're in a pinch. You know, just change your type real quick and you're safe, right? You have so many more resistances or less resist resistances than you would if you didn't Terraform. Uh, however, I don't like... You should... I, I, it's, I get... You could cover them in crystals. I think that's cool. I don't like the little symbol that sits on top of their head. This, like, this fountain on top of Gyarados. I mean, come on. Don't do that. It's silly. Uh, but anyways. Um, trainer subcategories. Sub you got items, supporter, and stadium will be moved to the top left of the card um, instead of the top right. Okay, so just like little small things up here. Nothing crazy. We got the energies. Um, we talked about the symbols here. And let's see. Um, oh, so you get three guaranteed foils per booster with a rarity of rare or higher. So this is interesting um, because maybe, you know, I, I know a lot of people are like, wow, this is, you know, we talked about this. We, we said that Pokemon... You know, at a, at a minimum, when you talk about Bandai and you talk about Weiss Wars and you talk about Yu-Gi-Oh, they make you feel like you pulled stuff. Pokemon, when you get when you get got on a on a pack, you're like that. That was terrible. Um, so adding in three foils is awesome. However, I think this could be really bad for the rare, the rare slot, right? So if you your hollow rares, they, those might be the most common things around now um or reverse reverse hollows like that they could be the most common things around and and the reason why i mentioned this is because uh the other day i was looking for a i was looking for an inteleon foil in chilling rain i opened up two booster boxes and did not pull one inteleon foil and i was like oh my gosh like we you know because we all we always dump on hollows We're like oh gosh just a regular hollow don't want that Two booster boxes, I couldn't get one. Um, but if you're at if you're dumping in three per pack, now that, that's not to say that you know what if you get a V, you know, and you get a, a reverse hollow and you get a hollow. That's that's not bad. But what I'm what I'm trying to say is, or you get two reverse hollows in a hollow, right? But like if like your standard cold pack, like I guess that's what you call it, like if it's cold, like no hits at all, was like, you know, two reverses in a hollow. That could get very old very fast. And then the reverse hollow and hollow market for this specific expansion may not be anything at all. I mean, I don't know. You know, we'll see. Uh, I, I, it comes down to, you know, how people play the game as well. If those are going to have any value. Um, but what else? What else? What else? Uh, so you got some new mechanics for EX. They're bringing it back. Uh, the EX mechanic. Um, ran from 2003 to 2007 and they're bringing that idea back so there will be some more some EX stuff brought back I don't know much about it so I'm not going to touch too much on it um, 
Yeah, and they're bringing they're bringing terraforms to the game. The card game. Now, what else? What else? Uh, there will almost be certainly Pokemon EX in the future. Okay, Terra types. Oh, with the Terra types different from its normal type. That'd be cool to add to cards. Um, and here's a look at the Japanese cards. I'm just going to scroll through it real quickly. Mm, I'm going to have to see these cards in person. I mean, I'm glad that they're bringing back the old EX idea. It's kind of interesting because, you know, we spent so much time on VMAX. V star, like, is that just gonna die all of a sudden? I don't know. Um, but you know, EX is back, and and I wonder if that was just from feedback or if that was by design, right? Like, hey, after the Sword and Shield era, we're going back. Who knows? Um, pretty cool looking cards. Not nothing too crazy yet. I'm sure we'll find out more in the coming months. Uh, but I'm excited that we're getting Scarlet and Violet because I think Scarlet and Violet is is a tad better than Sword and Shield in terms of like you know the region. Um, I like Dynamax and Gigantamax, but I'm not like in love with it. You know what I mean? So I would say that I think it's cooler. I think, it, I think Dynamax and Gigantamax is a cooler idea than Terrastalizing, but Terrastalizing in terms of gameplay, Terraform stuff is way better. Uh, just a better mechanic overall. You can really turn someone's world upside down by just simply changing your type. Uh, and that's, that's like, I mean, that's like, that's like being a little kid, you know, and just changing the rules on someone like mid game. That's what, that's what Terraform reminds me of. Um, but there you guys go. That's the Pokemon news this week. We're talking about Scarlet and Violet. We'll definitely be getting into that with the discord. Um, we're going to go big. We got to go big on this first set. It'll be memorable. It'll be fun. Um, so stay tuned for that. All right. Moving on to Yu-Gi-Oh this week. Here we go. All right, Art of the Cards. This is our segment about Yu-Gi-Oh. This is going to be a very short and sweet segment for Yu-Gi-Oh. So we got Christmas in 12 days. And I was like, you know, I remember when we did a Christmas segment our first year of the podcast, and we talked about the advent calendars that Pokemon did and this, the, the Christmas-specific cards they did. And I was like, does Yu-Gi-Oh have anything like that? Not really. Not really. There was never really like a, they do have advent calendars, but they weren't like, they didn't have cards attached to them and things like that. Uh, but this, this right here is pretty sweet and it's very cheap. And uh, this is something I could definitely, definitely see myself buying. So this is one of the f like maybe five or six Christmas themed cards that Yu-Gi-Oh has. And it's the Santa Claus. I don't know if you see that there, but the Claus is spelt like Claus, like like scratching claws, not like claws as in North Pole. Um, but this is from a premium gold set. Okay, so you got the premium gold Return of the Bling uh, set, and it's got gold all around it. It's got texture, the prismatic texture in the middle, and you got rainbow foil here, and you got the monster. Now, the cool thing about this Santa Claus monster is it has little subtle hints about Christmas in it. First of all, the monster itself is colored red and green. The other thing is he's got some wreaths, some Christmas wreaths on him, right? Some bells. He's got uh, reindeer horns. And he's got a bag right here. Um, so I'm guessing he's like an evil Santa Claus. <laughs> the other cool thing about this monster is that the attack and the defense represent Christmas. You got 1,200 attack. You got 2,500 defense. So 1,225. You can grade this card. It's pretty sweet. And it's actually very cheap on TCG Player. Check it out. 
Santa Claus. Let's pull it up. So he has multiple forms here. He's got uh, he's got a short print run here uh, for tournament packs, speed duel. He's got uh, the premium gold return of the bling, which is my favorite. I think this is just the nicest one. He has a ultra rare from speed duel decks, and then he's got a super rare from the advent calendar 2018. So this would be the OG right here is the uh, advent calendar 2018. However, I really like this premium gold return of the bling. And you can see, you know, he's just two, three bucks, nothing crazy, but a cool looking card. And, uh, you know, I like to have stuff, you know, for Halloween, I usually buy something spooky. Um, this year we got the, uh, Gengar expedition. That was our our spooky card. Um, but you know, you look at his market, you know, he's always been, he's always been two bucks, just under two bucks. Um, but they got unlimited. They got first edition. I would just go first edition and I would totally grade this and I would whoop it out on Christmas. I'm like, Hey dude, like it's a cool story to tell your collecting friends. They're like, Hey, you know, did you know they had Yu-Gi-Oh had a Santa Claus card? And, uh, I always like this stuff about Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, cause they, they even do it, you know, with like the cryptids. So you have like the Loch Ness, you have Bigfoot. Um, I'm sure there are more, but those are the ones that I can remember off the top of my head. Uh, just like iconic monsters that you, that you'd know. And then to do this, to do this for Christmas is pretty dope. And I think it's a cool thing to talk about during the holidays, right? You post it on your Instagram. Hey, did you know Yu-Gi-Oh had a Christmas card? And like, people are like, wow, that's cool. You know? And I think that's the type of stuff we need to share more often with collecting. Uh, and just open people's eyes to like, wow, there's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of stuff and it doesn't have to be crazy expensive. So uh, something short and sweet, really cool card. That that PSA 8 is actually on sale uh, for, on eBay right now for like 70 bucks. A little high for an 8. I would I would pay that money for like a 9 or 10, but who knows? Maybe he'll come down. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but that is it for Yu-Gi-Oh! this week. Hopefully some of you guys grab those. I think they're cool. Um, get one. Here we go. Let's get into some Dragon Ball this week. All right. Dragon Ball. Um, again, another short segment. Today's going to be a very short episode. It's, it's literally just something to fill in um, until we get through the new year. Uh, because we got 12 days of opening, which is going to be my bigger priority right now. However, we can still get good information out. And uh, this one, this one's going to be sweet. Uh, so you can see uh, this amazing looking car. This is Brawly, the legendary Super Saiyan. And in my opinion, easily, I would say easily top five Brawly artworks in the modern Dragon Ball era. This is the nicest. I, in my opinion, this is the nicest looking Brawly card. When you look at all the Brawly cards, now there are cards that are more rare and more popular, but this is the nicest. I mean, this is the epitome of Brawly. It looks amazing. We got green all over the card. He's in berserk form. He's got a giant, you know, Kai Blast right here. Like, amazing looking card. Um, and it's also cheap. It's, it's dropped down in price. I, I recently bought five. I recently bought five copies. I see like this, this has the same potential as the Goku Soul Striker Reborn alternate art. That's where I see this card. I think there is a market for this. I think that people, once people become aware, like, oh, wow, that's a sick looking card. This card will, will have a 
short-term, short to mid-term rise in value. I think a lot of people don't realize this card is out right now. So here we go. Let's go ahead and take a look at TCG Player. It's very cheap right now. You can get it for $5.80. Nothing, right? Nothing. Uh, but this is what caught my eye. So you can see here, it came up quite a bit, which, you know, it's not a lot. Not a lot. This is We're talking pennies here, but it did come up. But what I want to show you here is this. He was $16 at one point. Okay, so December last year, this came out last year uh, in the collector's selection volume, volume one. He was up here almost at 20 bucks. What does this look like to you? This looks exactly like our Soul Striker Reborn. Um, and this is a very similar style artwork card. It just looks amazing. Um, and I'm not a huge Brawly fan, uh, but this is this is a big one. So well, let me show you what I mean. Let's go to Soul Strike Soul Striker Reborn. And you saw the you saw the Brawly, you know, 16 coming down. Check out our Goku here. <laughs> Same thing here, right? So about 15, 16 bucks here came right down. We are literally seeing the same thing. However, we're also seeing a lot these a lot more of these cards, these Soul Striker Reborns getting graded. And people are getting nice premiums for them, right? And it's very cheap to grade. Uh, but I like this Brawly because it's even cheaper. It's at five bucks right now. Do the math, right? So you could grade this card bulk right now on the on the Christmas special for PSA for 15 bucks. And you are $21 in. That's a $6 card plus a $15 grade. You are $21 in. Barring you don't get a PSA 8 or less, let's say you get 9s and 10s only, it is going to be very hard to lose at $21 in. That's what I'm saying. That's what I see here. And it's not often that you see this, but Dragon Ball, pretty, you know, pretty often you're gonna you can have stuff like this if you do enough research. And uh, it's a nice looking card. I think it rates, you know, some good numbers. Um I don't know what to say. That's this has been my this is my favorite card that I've seen uh since we've seen the Goku, right? And that's what for me in Dragon Ball, like if it's not a signature card, it's gotta be just awesome looking. And I, I thought that this blue and purple with the silver foil was amazing. And then you got Brawly with this darker, like green, black, you know, you got the teals in there. It like glows, like very good looking card. So I'm seeing the same thing I saw with Soul Striker. And I wanted to share that with you guys. So that is it for Dragon Ball this week. We're going to be moving into our last segment, Greasy's Gaming Corner. Here we go. That cut off a little bit sooner than I thought. Okay. So Greasy's Gaming Corner. We have been heavy on Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. The entire Discord has. Like I said, we got 12, 15, probably more. We might, may, may even have 20 people playing right now. Um, it's a lot though, cause we're all talking about it. We're all having fun. Um, but today I'm announcing our tournament. We're going to have a little discord tournament. It's going to be, it's going to be free. Uh, there's no, no stakes involved unless you do a you know, sidebar bet, something like that. Uh, but we're going to do a tournament with the discord this Saturday and Sunday. So it'll be Saturday, December 8th, 18th, my bad. And Sunday, December 19th. Two different days, and that's just going to allow for people that are participating. If you're busy on Saturday, you can play Sunday. If you're busy on Sunday, you can play Saturday, right? Um, we're going to do singles only. We're not doing double battles. Uh, we're going to do legitimate, you know, old school single battles. Uh, you can carry one to six Pokemon on your team. 
obviously you're going to want to carry six. I don't know anyone who would carry less, but anyway, six Pokemon and it's going to be level 50 capped. So if you have a team of level 30 Pokemon, it's okay because the game will boost your Pokemon to 50. If you have Pokemon that are level 100, it's going to knock them down to 50. So don't worry about it. Uh, if you're not trained up just yet, you can still participate. Uh, duplicate battle items are allowed. For example, if you have two different, you know, copies of leftovers, you can use both copies of leftovers. Totally fine. You cannot use status items, right? So we're not going to be using potions and revives and full restores. You don't use any of that crap in professional battles. Um, and let's see the other restrictions here. No legendary Pokemon. Okay. No legendaries at all. Why is that? Well, it's because their base stats are made clearly superior to any other Pokemon in the game. So they're just a step above. If you load your team up with legendaries, you will, and you know what you're doing, you will, you will beat any other team, even if they know what they're doing. Uh, Paradox Pokemon, none of those. So the future guys, you know, the Iron Hands, Iron Treads, the Iron Deli Bird, whatever, you know what I mean? Um, none of those. No future Pokemon, no Paradox Pokemon, because again, their stats are uber compared to regular Pokemon. And then the only move that we're going to ban for this tournament is Spore. Spore is a grass-type move, and it's 100% accurate sleep. So if you use Spore, you got a 100% chance you're going to put someone to sleep. We're not doing that. Um, it's odd that the official tournaments that are going on haven't banned Spore just yet because it's been banned before. Um, and as a matter of fact, people used to use Hypnosis back in the day but they, they nerfed hypnosis. So hypnosis is like 60% accuracy now. So it's like, if you're going to use it and you miss, you're going to get punished. Spore, 100% accuracy, you're going to put your guy to sleep. We're not playing that. So you cannot use that move. Um, and then duplicate Pokemon, not allowed. What this means is that if you have two Dragonites, you cannot have two Dragonites on your team. You can only have one of each Pokemon on your team. So you can't run, um, you know, I don't know, six Toxapex and like just like max out your defense and, and special D and just sit there and stall till the match runs out. Can't do that. Okay. You can have one Toxapex. Um, so no duplicates and that that'll be this Saturday and Sunday. If you want to play, join our discord again, click the links in the uh, videos in the descriptions, or you can just contact me at the Poke Tower podcast at gmail.com. I'll get you in. Um, and this one's just going to be for fun. However, We'll probably have more tournaments depending on this one's participation. This is our first one. We had a lot of people interested for the Poke Tower Cup, but we'll see if that actually manifests, right? So um, that's something that we're looking at. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I believe one of the guys in the Discord will be giving away a, a Vault. Vault, our member, um, he's going to be giving away a shiny Pokemon. So if you win, you get a shiny Pokemon. Um, I think Jake volunteered to make some brackets for us. We'll see if he's available to do that. If not, I'll just make the brackets. And it'll be simple. Uh, if we have a good amount of people, pretty much anyone who's competed, I'm going to give them like a buy round. So that way the, the younger players, the less experienced players can, can get out of round one. And then if they're good enough, you know, they make it to the second round, they can play a better player. That, it should be like that. We should have some sort of seeding system. We'll figure that out in, in the next two days or so. Um, but I don't, I don't want like the number one seed, you know, taking out someone who's never played competitively. That's just not fun. I want to make it competitive. And the only way to make it competitive is by actually seeding people and making the appropriate brackets to, to get us to the most competitive battle in the finals. That's what you want. 
Um, there you guys go. That's it for Greasy's Gaming Corner. And that actually sums up episode 113 of the Poketower Podcast. Before you go, please like the video, share it in your social medias, and subscribe. Leave us a rating on Apple. Give us a rating on Spotify. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. I've been trying to get to 1,000. I can't do it. need your help. Join our Discord because it's free. You'll meet tons of different collectors. Um, and we're not scalpers, so you, you'll just fit right in. You'll have fun. Uh, lastly, if you want to support the podcast, there's always a link in our videos in, des- in the descriptions that say support this podcast. And when you do that, you can donate as little as 99 cents per month to the podcast. And what that does is it allows us to give back to you guys. So the box breaks, the free giveaways, all the different stuff, the mystery pumpkins, everything, free slabs. That's where that money goes. It goes right back to you guys. It helps us grow the podcast. So if you're into that, um, thanks for your support. And that's it for episode 113 of the podcast. We'll see you guys next week for 114. Peace.